0: find them on the dial at 92.9 FM stream them live kvre.com REMAX of Hot Springs Village The award-winning REMAX of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around hot springs village since 1998 ike has qualified for state farms president's club chairman circle and hot springs village insurance agent of the year call ike eisenhower state farm today at 501-984-4100 that's 501-984-4100 Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there.
1: Dennis Simpson here, Hot Springs Village Inside Out with my friend, Mr. Dennis Sternberg. Dennis, it's only been, what, 40 years? Yeah, right, 40 years. Just a couple or so, right? Exactly. About 40 years ago, you walked in the door and needed a newsletter for best printing, and we uh, got started there. But Dennis, tell us what the Arkansas Rural Water Association is and what they do.
2: Arkansas Rural Water Association is a not for profit
1: organization.
2: We provide training, technical assistance to all public water and wastewater systems across the state uh, through our organization. Uh, we're actually located in Lone Oak, Arkansas. We moved out of there in 1999, we was uh, originally in Little Rock from 1977 to 99 uh, when we met about our newsletter at the time. And uh, it's grown since then. We represent over 600 public water and wastewater utilities across the state and providing training, technical assistance, legislative support, operator training, renewal hours, uh, the whole gamut.
1: Well, that sounds really clean and easy and neat, but I don't think it's clean and easy and neat. I think it's a lot of legwork and a lot of talking to a lot of people, huh?
2: It it definitely is, and it's uh, being on the road across the state. There are 75 counties with utilities in every county, and uh, there's a little over 680 community water systems in the state, a little over 300 uh, public wastewater systems in the state.
1: Well, now, Hot Springs Village is one of those. We're we're considered rural, and I want to ask you in a minute what what the definition of rural is. But I will say the Hot Springs Village, give or take sixteen to 18,000 people, that kind of thing. But we're governed by this new Rule 605, which we'll talk about in a minute. But we're members of the Rural Water Association. I, I guess everybody, 620 or 600, whatever the number is, that join. What do they get? What, the, what does it do for them? Arkansas
2: Rural Water, again, we're nonprofit. We provide training and technical assistance. We have on-site people we send in the field every day. I've got 17 field people on the road every day working with water and wastewater system, uh, actually helping them because the smaller systems, which in Arkansas, the majority of the systems are smaller in size versus the large, central Arkansas water being the largest in the state as far as a retail water provider. But Mm -hmm. we help all of them. But we provide training for operator certification for water and wastewater and uh even the larger systems send their staff to get trained at Arkansas Rural Water. Rural Water is kind of a misconception. Uh, in the beginning, we looked at just rural and small towns uh, mm-hmm. as being the ones that might need it, need assistance. And now we've opened our doors and, uh, to everybody because everybody has a niche, special niche that we might be able to fill through training, technical assistance, uh, legislative support, and things of that nature.
1: Well, and for what it's worth, here in the village I've had the, the and I mean it is a pleasure to 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 uh, and a joy to to be selected to to take a tour of our, our pickup station, our water treatment place, uh our uh, uh the Lake Lago facility that we have. Uh and you know, this is one of those things you, you don't just let anybody walk in and take a look at that stuff, not not since nine eleven. Uh exactly. and then the wastewater facilities and whatever. It's amazing. It is amazing. And I realize that in Arkansas, and give you the numbers again, like we talked about, but roughly 3.1, 3.2 million people, 75 counties, 86% of those people live in 10 counties, Benton, Saline, uh, Pulaski, Craighead. I mean, we can na- name the 10 big counties. And the other 65 counties have roughly 15 to 16% of the entire population. So, Arkansas, as a matter, as a rule, is extremely rural. Does that be fair? Uh, that's a very fair statement, true statement.
2: Uh, the majority of the Arkansas is rural. Uh, we're very big in agriculture and timber, uh, and that's the nature of our state.
1: Yeah. Well, and so to run a facility, <clears throat> excuse me, to run a facility like we have here, roughly 18,000 people, a couple million gallons a day kind of thing. You know, I've seen the boards on the wall. I've seen the automation. This 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 valve does this. This valve does that. And we're adding this much chlorine and we're adding this much fluorine, and da 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 da. da. You've got to have people trained to do that and, and trained to do those calculations. Even if you're in a little bitty town, as I mentioned earlier before we were recording, a friend of mine is the mayor of Garden, and he's got 1,800 people. Well, you know, he's he's a tenth the size of the village, but he's got to have the same staff and meet the same compliance, right? Very true. Uh,
2: it doesn't matter on size. Everybody has to meet EPA regulations uh, based on what the quality of water has to be uh, when you treat it, and it to your customers. So a big system might have a lot more employees, a lot more tenured people with specific expertise, where a small system might have three, one, two or three people. And they are experts in everything because they have to be
1: uh, Well, Dennis, I know you've done this for 40 years. Uh, You obviously know the the water around the the United States. Would you consider the water in Arkansas good water? I would
2: think Arkansas's water is one of the best in the nation. Really? Very high
1: quality, yes. Is that because of the number of lakes and ponds or the well, the quality of the I I think it's it's the
2: aquifers that we have that's feeding the state as well as the the surface water, the rivers, the lakes, that's abundance we have, uh, and it's, you know, other states, are always looking for other water, especially when you go to the western part of the country.
1: Uh, yeah, you make a very great fortunate. point. We're very fortunate. Yeah, we, yeah, we are very fortunate. I had a friend, uh, you know, uh, two things. I'm a, I'm the president of the Town Homeowners Association here, and we were dealing with the issue of uh, spring last year. And somebody said, well, you know, why have we got so many weeds? What's the problem with our weed control? And I'm like, well, we've had an extra 40 inches of rain, of rain. this year. Christ. So that could make a matter of matter on, on weed control, right? Exactly. Exactly. Little well, things make I, a difference. A little, <laughs> Forty inches of little things. Right. I had a friend that moved, came from California, and I asked her. I said, "What do you What do you think about Arkansas?" And she said, "It's so green." And I remember thinking, "Well, what color is it sp- it's supposed to be green? Right? I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be green." Then I, I visited California last year, and I thought, "Yeah, it's it's not green out here. No, no, not green at all." You can
2: definitely see the difference, uh, different you parts can. of the country.
1: Well, tell me. So, we've talked about, and the reason where we got here is we were talking with Ken Unger here at the the Village POA, and he's talking about having to comply with Rule six hundred five, the the uh, the law from the state of Arkansas. What exactly does that do, and and how did we get here with that?
2: Well, Act six hundred five. Uh... You know, again, everything starts locally. There's an issue somewhere. Uh, actually, it started in Garland County with the county judge and Senator Alan Clark having issues with the city of Hot Springs on water outside the city. Who could tie onto it? Uh, was it capable of uh, industry or, or uh, businesses tying onto it, not just residents? And it just got to be a big issue. Senator Clark couldn't get it resolved locally. Uh, so he came up with the idea of introducing legislation to help curb some of this and bring people together to resolve some of these issues that might be happening in his area and maybe across the state. Uh, w- when he did that uh, in 2017, uh, the industry folks, as well as uh, cities across the state, Municipal League, the Arkansas Rural Water Manager Association, we didn't agree with his language in his legislation and opposed it and defeated it. 2019, he came back with similar language, introduced it. Uh, we did still did not agree with everything in it, and he was adamant about it, and we actually got the bill defeated. And then he filed a bill called the Water Providers Task Force, which created a task force to look at all the water issues across the state. And we started holding hearings at the Capitol. Uh, he was the chair of the committee, as well as Representative Lemons, was a vice chair on the House side. We had other legislators. We have every industry represented as well uh, in the water business. As far as Arkansas Rural Water Managers Association, AWWA, uh, Health Department. We had the Arkansas Department of Environmental Quality. We had Arkansas Natural Resources. And we looked at things happening around the state, talked to different mayors, councilmen, uh, things like that, brought them in, interviewed them. And then it became overwhelmingly uh, an issue that, you know, we do have some problems with our industry out there. People's not setting rates properly. They're not wanting to raise rates. They're not making their system sustainable. Uh, when you're not sustainable, you're going to have to come back to the government for funding all the time. And uh, like anything, you have to maintain it, do maintenance on it. Uh, there's different types of maintenance. You want to do preventive maintenance, not emergency maintenance. Uh, Some of the smaller systems was kicking the can down the road. So it came out of the uh, Water Providers Task Force uh, legislation uh, with Senate Bill 386 introduced by Senator Clark and representing Fred Love. And it actually became Act 605, and it was overwhelmingly supported through the industry as well as uh, the legislators.
1: Uh, Yeah. that, that's so rare to have something overwhelmingly supported. Two two things I wanted to make note. You you talked about, ironically, and I, I mean this ironically, you know, I would think that Hot Springs, Arkansas, would be one of the few places in the state that would need to argue about water. We're surrounded by the Tri-Lakes area. We're surrounded by Lake Washita. We've got water out the wazoo, but we couldn't decide who should pile onto it and what we should pay for it, right? Uh, ultimately, that was my opinion of what happened down there, yes, sir. So so what does it do to the funding? Because you talk about, and I, I know we've talked about some other places, you and I had mentioned West Helena or Helena, and some of the places that the water system literally failed. I mean, it just it broke. You know, and you and your guys had to come in and just try and put some Band-Aids and get it going. That said, obviously there hadn't been adequate funding, and nobody wants to raise rates. I, I get that. But, but like you said, the, the kick in the can down the road, how does 605 keep anybody from doing that anymore?
2: Well, and it brought into uh, to play, and and we all agreed that there need to be a set standard on how you do rate studies. Uh, every system would have to do it. Every retail water provider and to make a clarification on that. It's retail yeah. water providers. If you're a wholesale, where you wholesale to several systems, you don't sure. fall under that bill. Or if you're a city, and you have your own electric company, you're exempt. That's another exemption that was allowed under this bill, right? North
1: North Little Rock, for example. North Little Little Rock, right? Well, and North
2: Little Rock doesn't have a water system anymore. Little Rock doesn't have a water system. There is Central Arkansas Water, a special Mm -hmm. entity that they combine. They are a retail water provider. So they'll have to ultimately do it because they sell to individual customers. But it says once every five years, you'll have to go in and do a complete rate study based on American Water Works and Water Environment Federation standards, and you'll look at everything on your water system, your debt, you'll look at your rates, your operational expenses, and you have to maintain, said and done, a debt service coverage ratio of a 1.1, meaning you have to plan for the future, you have to fund for the future. Another thing that was included, because people were kicking the can down the road, You have to fund a a refurbishment and replacement account of at least 5% of your total annual revenue from the previous year. So if you're at a million dollars, your revenue would be 5% of that. You'd set aside 5% of that for the future, for fixing problems that's going to happen. You know, the short-lived assets, everything has a life cycle to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The rate studies now will be required to be done based on size of your system. All systems, 500 connections and below, will be required to do a uh, rate study that complies with Act 605 by July 1, 2024. That'll be the majority of the systems in the state because the 680-some systems, the majority of them are small. Uh, then July 1, 2025 will be all systems that have customers from 501 to 1,000 customers have to do a rate study to comply with Act 605. And then July 1, 2026, all systems that have 1,001 or over customers will be required to do a rate study. Those rate studies will be submitted by the utility to Arkansas Natural Resources Commission who has full authority over Act 605. They drafted the rules and rules apply to this. And it talks about what's required in a rate study. It talks about Every five years thereafter, you will have to do another rate study. The rate studies will have to be done by an approved rate study provider. The rate study provider's findings will now be ultimate, that you will set those rates accordingly. City councils and mayors no longer have the authority to set it after that time. All they will do is have the authority to implement it. If it's a rate increase of less than 50%, you implement it in one year. If it's a rate increase more than 50% of your rates, you can do it in two years or multi-years because it was amended in uh, 2023 to say multi-years.
1: Well, what was that percent again? Tell me again, I'm sorry. The
2: percent on?
1: Yeah, the, if you had a rate increase of what oh,
2: percent? Oh, 50%. If, if your rates the, increase more than less than 50%, you have one year to implement the council okay. or the board. Wow. If it, if it increases it more than 50%, you can implement it in stages and yeah. it, it's, it originally said two years and then it was amended in 2023 to say multi multi years but that mm-hmm. will still have to be approved by arkansas natural resources so what, uh, they're, what they're I'm saying sorry. is you're going to have to fund for the future
1: yeah no i get it i get it completely and not only do you have to fund you have to have a a a rate study provider that is valid. I just can't have Bubba and and Joey come out and do this for me. Uh, I've got to have a one-to-one ratio of debt to provide. Uh, I've got to make it sustainable is what I'm hearing, right? Exactly. Exactly.
2: And that's why I say the the law isn't all bad. Yeah. The other thing it did, it said all boards and councils will have to receive eight hours of training on board training. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're overseeing it. Uh there is exemptions that they put in there. If you've been on the board for more than ten years, you're exempt, but the majority of your board has to either be exempt by the ten year exemption or uh the eight hour training.
1: So well, you said that the task force came up with this final law, is that correct?
2: Yes. Well, we we agreed with everything that come out in Senate Bill three eighty six, Act six oh five. It was hard I, I, to disagree.
1: Yeah, no, and and I, I'm I'm, I'm uh, I know a lot of our listeners and watchers uh, may be skeptical of the government, and I don't mean that derogatory way at all. Okay, I know that there's a lot of leeriness and whatever. This is a classic example of where, frankly, uh, although you're a 501 uh, 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 nonprofit, this is a classic example where government and quasi-government, or at least a non-profit, comes together and does the right thing for the right reason, right?
2: Correct. Yeah, it, I mean, it was definitely needed. It will set oh. a path for the future, and it will help all utilities comply.
1: Is this because modeled on you, other states? Do what? I'm sorry, and I didn't mean it. Is that is Is this modeled from other states, or is this common in other states, and we just don't know it?
2: No, we're the, we're the originating the state to come up with this so
1: i think a lot of people don't realize that's one of the things about arkansas is that w- we may pick up other laws from other states we do originate our own our, our foa law is one of the strongest in the united states freedom of information act right uh this particular one where i'm listening and thinking this is kind of genius i mean it's tough <clears throat> it sounds really tough but it sounds smart i mean let me ask you so did i, I know politicians can have a great idea about what needs to happen until it hits the rubber and the road. And you guys have to say, okay, who's going to train these people for eight hours? Who's going to find a certified rate provider? Who's going to, who's going to implement all this, right? Right.
2: Well, and you can go to the Arkansas natural resources website and it's called the retail water provider oversight, uh, act 605. And it lays out everything in that, in the rules, it lays hmm. out who is the retail or who is the rate study providers that's been approved by the state uh, and there's a slew of them uh, most most of them are engineers or financial firms. Arkansas Rural waters is one of them where we've been approved We were actually in the legislation I made sure of that to, to, sure. because we did rate studies before we just didn't do them in the same format. <clears throat> we're looking at a lot more now when you're doing the rate studies.
1: Let me ask this. Uh, you gave the dates 500 and below of July the 1st, 24, uh, 1,000 and below July the 1st, 25, 1,000 and above, uh, 26. Going to be some problems meeting those numbers? Because that's a lot of work <coughs> going here and there, buddy.
0: Oh, I,
2: I think there will be some issues. Uh, there always is, and you got to work through them. Hopefully, the state can work with systems that doesn't comply. But there is language in there that says if you don't comply with the rate study, you do not comply with an asset management plan that has to be submitted as well. And mm-hmm. you do not do the board training and you do not record uh, uh, up that into their website and report it. Uh, you will be found in physical distress, which will provide uh, oversight by the commission and you'll no longer be eligible for funding until you get off of it. Physical
1: so I just heard you say, unfortunately, we have some school districts in the state that don't perform either. I just heard you say that if the water system doesn't perform, the natural resources will take it over and make sure it does perform. Is that correct?
2: I don't think they'll take it over. What they're going to say is they're going to give you uh, 90 days to come before the commission with a business plan on how you plan on getting in compliance and moving forward. They don't want your system. But they so want we, oh, you to yeah, say- no,
1: I understand. Sure. Yeah. They, they, that's the last thing they want. But they, but they want to make sure it, they're charged by the by the legislature for exactly. this law to make sure it happens. Right.
2: Exactly.
1: Exactly. So so go back with me. And, and Dennis, I appreciate your time. And I know we need to wrap it up here in just a minute. But I don't want to step on a third rail or something. But tell me I, I brought up Helen a minute ago. OK, and and a beloved little town that I've done a lot of work in or Wall Street Journal says that's one of the few places in the United States that's lost a thousand people a year for the last 53 years. I get it. It's a tough situation. And, you know, you, you, you had you had uh, 50,000 people 50 years ago that were riding and driving tons of tractors that did lots of, of farm work. And now we have huge mechanization and we don't need that many people. So they left. So now you have a water infrastructure system that was built for 65,000 people and you're trying to maintain it for 10 or 8 or 6. Is this the kind of challenges that we're talking about? Well, that that is the challenge in itself. Uh, one of them
2: being the declining population, especially in eastern Arkansas. I think when they did the census last time, 31 of the 75 counties had declining population. So,
1: 31 of 75.
2: So you're seeing that. The other thing is, the aging infrastructure
1: it's mm-hmm. been there
2: how long the 50s yeah. the 60s especially in the helenas the older towns um, mm-hmm. that that's their problem have they maintained it have they done things to replace everything has a life cycle to it sure, unfortunately sure. the the Helena, west helenas of the world uh they haven't done any improvements and that's what's caught them they've got systems it's breaks in it all the time repeated breaks uh not having manpower, not having property licensed operators, not having proper management. I mean, that's the bottom mm-hmm. line. And this didn't just happen.
1: No, no. This is well, but, but, but let's 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 cut to the chase. Yeah, and and I'm going to take another contrasting location, Bryant, Bryant Benton. Okay. Yes. I grew up in that area. I grew up in that area since the '70s. I, there has not been a year since the '70s that that area has not grown dramatically. Well, when you're on the upswing, you got people, you got funds, you got income, you got material. You can make a new water system. You can grow your water system. When you're on the downhill slide, it's a little bit more of a challenge, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. Because you're
2: losing customer base. You've Mm -hmm. got an aging infrastructure, and you've got limited funds. So the 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 long term solution, in my opinion, is going to be regionalization of operations. Really, really. I think that's got to happen because you're not maintaining the good quality workforce you need to Mm -hmm. operate it and manage it it as a board should manage it, -hmm. taking it away from some of these cities.
1: And and that that makes sense. I mean, let's talk about Brother Huckabee, shall we? Governor Huckabee took care of this with the schools not too long ago. What I say too long ago, it's been 20 years, I guess. But, you know, he was fighting for what's the minimum size school district. And some yes. people wanted it to be 300, and some people wanted it to be 500. And I'm looking and going, 500 is a minimum school district? How do you provide Spanish, German, you know, any of any advanced courses at all for 500 kids right. over 12 grades and kindergarten? So I can see the regionalization. And, and one other point I wanted to come back to real quick. When I took the, the tour of the water pickup plant, they had just replaced uh, three enormous, and I mean enormous and deafening pumps, that you and me together, buddy, I mean, one w- would would be you and me together. They would be, you know, 40, 50 inches around and, and eight foot high. And one pump would be, what, 100000 quarter million dollars? Oh, it's more than that, probably. Yeah. Really? Really? Yeah. Yep. And, and what I'm getting at is, is that you're going to divide that by 18,000 people or you're going to divide that by 800 people or a couple thousand people. So yeah, I can see where the regionalization and and you know we we had mentioned earlier you've got to have people sitting doing those calculations all day long. Were they doing calculations for four different plants, were they doing calculations for one plant because they're just in a little small community, right?
2: Well, and I think you'll have it both ways to begin with. I mean, you're going to have it to where regionalization might mean operation of all these four different systems you mentioned uh, sure. in each one, but you'll have that one person that understands what he needs to be making sure of, adjusting chemicals, adjusting Mm -hmm. pumps, watching the SCADA system to see what's happening on your system. Uh, You know, water loss adds up. If you're losing water, such as the hell in the West town, uh, you know, you're never going to get ahead.
1: There's not a a foreseeable fix in the future where that water is going to quit running out of that broken pipe.
2: Not unless somebody manually fixes it. That's the way to do it.
1: Dennis, and I,
2: I, the
1: I have good news and bad news. The great news is I appreciate you. I sincerely thank you, and it has been wonderful. The bad news is I'm going to have to invite you back on to talk more if you want. <laughs> well,
2: we, we can definitely look at that in the future.
1: I'd appreciate that. My friend, it has been a fascinating, fascinating few minutes. Dennis Sternberg, the Arkansas Rural Water Association, you see his website right there. Uh I, Dennis, I imagine some people, if you don't mind, they might want to call and just ask some general questions. Can they call the 501-676-2255 number? That's the correct number. Okay, now here's the new news. When I come back to Greater Lona, Well, I actually, the Burbs. I will buy you a hamburger at, at the McDonald's next door. How about that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dennis, thanks for being with us. We'll talk to you next time,
0: okay? All right. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.